Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Lynn Nichols. She is a psychic medium and intuition expert based in Niagara Falls, Canada. How are you doing today, Lynn? I am doing great. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us and for being part of the Empowerography community. I appreciate you. Oh, I look forward to it. And I, I am appreciative of you giving me this opportunity to talk about intuition and to be among a group of women who are so strong and helping other women lift themselves up. Well, let's jump right in then. So as I mentioned, you're a psychic medium and intuition expert that you work with clientele worldwide. How long have you been running a business as a psychic medium and intuition expert? As an actual business, I've been doing this since 2005. So I've been in business for 15 years. Wow and have not stopped since so and i am almost booked up for 2021 holy that's incredible. i know <laughs> job security no <right>? kidding <laughs> a lot of people want to find stuff out that's crazy yeah yeah of course and 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 it that's the part about my job is that i love is that my clients who i also call my friends are they trust me and they know I'm genuine and they want to come back. Yeah, which is good. Repeat business is always good. For sure, for sure, for sure. Are most of your clients, though, based in North America or Canada or is it just scattered everywhere? Well, they they are scattered. I think my I just did a call from for one of my regular clients in New Zealand. She is my furthest away. Most of them are in North America, lots in Vancouver and lots in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now you say that you're taking intuition out of the woo woo world and into the mainstream with a common sense, no bullshit approach. What does that mean? Can you explain that? Of course it's, I, I want people to realize it's not some mystical power that is bestowed upon you. It's just a very natural ability that we all have. And you've probably done it. You just, you think of somebody and they call or you meet somebody for the first time and you either really like them or you don't like them mm-hmm. or you, you know, you take one road to work instead of the other. And then there was an accident on right. the other road. So it's just, trusting your gut. And I want, I say, I don't, I don't BS people because if you came to see me, 
or even if you're at one of my shows, I'm not going to make things up just to make you feel better. Right. And if, and if, for example, if I said, who's Lisa and you say, Oh, Laura, I'll say, no, 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 that's not right. So I won't, (laughs) I'm not going to say, Oh yes, look how good I am. It's like, Nope, that's not it. And I'm not going to say how wonderful you are and how great you are. If you're not being wonderful and great in this situation, like you get, you get me in my natural state, which is, I'm going to tell it, tell it how it is. And I'm also not going to tell you to go lay down and put crystals on your forehead and on the bottom (laughs) of your feet. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but if people like that, that's great. But my, my usual comment I get is people give me a quick up and down look and they Uh look at my office and they say, Oh, you're really normal looking. (laughs) What, what did you want? Are you you supposed to look a certain way as a psychic medium? Apparently I might, I'm supposed to have black winged eyeliner and maybe a cape. I I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. Wow. Do you find that there are a lot of those in your industry that will just tell people what they think they want to hear as opposed to being genuinely straightforward and honest? Oh, of course, of course there are. And, and I think, people, you know, you want people to feel good and be happy. But I think in this case, that's where my industry gets the reputation of being a fraud. Mm-hmm. And, and those people, though, will not get anybody going back to them because right. it didn't happen, or, or that didn't feel right. And that's, that's what you have to trust. That's what I don't understand. Why would anyone bullshit about something like that? Because you're not going to get repeat clients. They're not going to recommend people either. No, I, no. I, it, it makes no sense to me. It, it really doesn't. It, but it, there's a tiny bit of sense in that people that are really struggling and, and really desperate, they, they do just want to feel good. Yeah. And yeah. when they come away feeling good, that's where that type of... Uh, intuitive comes in handy, but the next time they go back when they're actually feeling like, you know, a a little more empowered, Uh they'll realize, oh, that wasn't what I thought it was in the first place. Right, right. Now, you say that your specialties are connecting to the other side and showing people how to access and elevate their intuition. So you teach people how to do what you do? Oh, yes. And oh, yes. how and how long have you been teaching this skill? Well, if I look back, I've been weaving it into my readings since I began. And okay. so for yeah, so for example, if somebody asks about their children, mm-hmm. so I'll say, okay, so as I'm reading them, I'll say, okay, so now what I'm doing is I'm picturing three children and mm-hmm. I'm waiting for one of them to turn a different color or to vibrate or to throw a name at me. So I do weave that into my readings. But I've always done workshops and seminars because I was a teacher for 20 years. I taught kindergarten and grade one. So it's in my blood right. to teach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and I just want people to know how easy and how simple it is when you have a few techniques, mm-hmm. how you can get in touch with your own intuition. Okay. So would you say that you believe that everyone has the ability within them to communicate with the other side and be a psychic medium and intuition expert? And it's just a matter of whether or not the individual actually 
taps into or discovers it within them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Wow. And yeah, we all do, but it's, everybody's good at something, right? Mm -hmm. So some people may, may be naturally better at it than others. So if you asked me to sing to you, that would not be a very nice situation because I'm just not naturally good at it. Right. And I, I could take singing lessons forever and I would never be great at it. I, I, right. I honestly don't think I'd be good at it. So, <laughs> so you do have an ability to do it because your brain is actually it's a prediction making machine. So this is where we, we get out of the woo woo. So Mm -hmm. your brain has taken every experience you've had, all all of your sensory input, whether you know it or not, and it's stored it deep in your subconscious mind. So when people are actually able to bypass their conscious clutter of every day and access that subconscious mind, it will know how to guide you to your next best hour, your next best day, or or Mm -hmm. your best life, just because it knows just based on prior experience. So that's not woo woo. Right. That's just, Oh, life. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And can everybody be a psychic medium? Sure. Sure. You could. Uh, Should you probably not? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's got skills. You need to, you need to do what you want to do and listen to your intuition. Can you connect to the other side? Of course you can, but it's really hard to connect to those closest to us because we want, we want to hear certain things and we want to feel certain things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you also host a regular IG series live, uh, IG series, live series called intuition at work. Can you tell us a bit about the series and how long you've been hosting it? This I love. It's I think I just love hearing about others' experiences. And if I didn't do what I do, I think I'd be a psychologist or a psychiatrist <laughs> because I love how the brain works. I started Intuition at Work on Instagram on May 26th of 2020 because what else was there to do in a yes, pandemic? Very true. <laughs> so you you know, people were canceling because because they didn't want a virtual reading, even though it actually works just as well as an in-person reading. Right. And does it though? Does it really? I mean, oh, totally. You don't get a better um, read or vibe or feel off the person if they're sitting there with you, as opposed, like in person, as opposed to over a computer or. No, not at all. Really? Not okay. at all. Be- okay. Because all of your information mm-hmm. is is floating around just like radio waves and TV signals. So okay. I just have to tune into the Brad channel. Right. And then okay. I'll, I'll get your information. So people are actually finding it really quite like great on video or phone call or email mm-hmm. or text because they're more comfortable. They're sitting at home on their bed with no bra on. So they're right. super comfortable. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so the, this series I started because I wanted to show people that successful people use their intuition at work and that information and intuition is used to make the best possible decisions. And you will hear this from people like Oprah and Steve Jobs and Richard Branscombe. You will hear them say this over and over again. And it's actually involved from that to encompass things like mindset and finding your purpose. Mm-hmm. 
And so how has the reception been to your IG live series? People really enjoy it. It's been quite positive because they're seeing people with normal jobs. So not the psychic yammering on about use your intuition, use your intuition, but they're seeing doctors, business owners, celebrities, authors, all saying, this is what I did. I thought it was the right thing to do. I felt like it was the Mm -hmm. right thing to do. So I did it. Okay. Now, you you recently also started a weekly psychic party on Clubhouse. Can you tell us a bit about that and how well that's being received? Yeah, this is so much fun. For those of you who don't know Clubhouse, look it up. It's an audio-only platform. And it, it gives me my my live show fix because I used to do pre-co- pre-COVID, I did shows for, there was maybe sometimes upwards of 500 people there. Wow. And yeah, and giving messages to the other side and to hear a room full of people just laughing is an incredible feeling. So on Clubhouse, what I do is I start out the usual way I would do in a show and I'll see, okay, so who has a father named Robert who died of bro- bone cancer and broke his left shoulder when he was four years old? Mm-hmm. It has to be has to be really specific. And yeah. then the people in the clubhouse audience will raise their proverbial hand. I'll bring them on stage and then they get their message. And then I have time for people to raise their hand and just ask whatever question they want specifically, or, Hey Lynn, tell me what you got for me. And it is incredibly, (laughs) it's, it's so much fun. And the day after I get a slew of texts or emails saying, you're not going to believe what happened or you're <laughs> not, gonna, or I feel so much better. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to my grandmother. You know, thank you. Thank you for that piece. That's awesome. It is. <laughs> and how long have you been doing this on clubhouse now? Oh, I just, I just got on to the, into the club, um, <laughs> probably in January okay, and, or, or late December and just kind of feeling it out and seeing mm-hmm. if it were, would work for me and not, and just for fun, like just yeah. getting to know people from around the world and learning new skills. How long do you run your room for on clubhouse when you do these, these clubhouse parties? About an hour. Sometimes okay. it goes f- for two hours. Be- when yeah. I do face- Facebook Live and Instagram Live, it's very similar. And those could go up for hours. Yeah. But but it's so much nicer having an actual conversation with someone rather than commenting back and forth yeah, or texting for sure. back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> How old were you when you discovered you had these gifts of being a psychic medium and intuitive Oh, this goes oh back. Like I, I, my earliest recollection was when I was about twelve years old. Oh wow! Yeah. And how did you discover you had these gifts? I think it was. Um, it was prior to that. I do remember kind of feeling things and seeing things that other people didn't see or feel or hear, but I never said anything. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up in a Catholic family, you're right. going to go to you're going to go to hell. Right? So, <laughs> you don't say the devil's things. in you, Lynn. The devil's yes. in you. <laughs> yes, people throwing holy water at me, and you know we don't want to we don't want to go down that road. But it's <laughs> an exorcism's being done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Very but true. It's this, the the story I tell, which is the the honest truth, is 
I was about 12 years old mm-hmm. and my, my sister and I shared a bedroom. We had twin beds yeah. and my bed would literally shake like seriously, like in the exorcist, it would shake. Wow. And yeah. And I thought, Oh, I'm going crazy. But one night my sister woke up and said, could you stop making all that racket? So it's <laughs> like, okay, it's not in my head. It's yeah. actually happening. And it went on for a few nights and I said, is it my dog under the bed? Is it an earthquake? I don't, I don't know. And getting a little scared because, yeah, the exorcist had just come out. <laughs> and so finally I was like, I am so scared. How is this going to stop? Like I'm just sitting there talking to the air mm. and a little boy that I could see through walked up to my bed Mm -hmm. and said, excuse me, I know you can help me. My daddy killed us all and he killed himself. Whoa. That just gave me chills, Lynn. That just sent chills up me. Oh, like you need to be colder today. Yeah. In the middle of February. And I was like, I I, I don't know how to do that. I'm 12. And where do you want to go? And he points and says, we want to go there. And I didn't know where there was. So mm. he was seeing a doorway or an opening to something I, I couldn't see. Right. And I said, I don't know how to do this. And he said, I'll show you. So he did. And I, I couldn't tell you for the life of me exactly how I did it. But I know the father was a little bit ornery. And he wow. did not like he did not like that I was doing this. So when they had all crossed over, this little fella, whose name was Leo, mm-hmm. came. he came back and he said, thank you so much. We're all at peace and I have a gift for you. And I'm, I'm 12 in the 80s, so I'm thinking I'm getting an Atari or a Nintendo. <laughs> or an Intellivision or something. Yeah. <laughs> ColecoVision, one of those. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. This is really cool. And nothing ever showed up, but... The things I could see and hear and feel before became so much more magnified. Wow, I, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah, and honestly, I am the biggest skeptic there is. I do not believe in a lot of things. And if I didn't see that with my own eyes and feel it and experience it, I, I would say I was crazy. But it was so real. And actually, years later, my cousin, we happened to be chatting, and she was, I, I got to tell you something about the house you used to live in. She said, I swear I used to see a little boy walking around there. And it, it's like his name was Lee or Leo or something. Wow. And this was, that's when I went, oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, there was a lot of swearing going on at that I'm time. I'm sure. Wow, that's, that just gave me chills. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lynn, for you, was it an internal struggle at first then to come to grips with and understand and realize the gift you had and decide to use it to help people? Um, well, it was a struggle in so much as you you can't say anything to anyone. Like we said before, you're going to hell. Yeah. Right? And not that I, I believe in hell at all, but it was a struggle because it wasn't. But the struggle was trying to figure out what the heck was going on because mm-hmm. at that time, all we had was the public library. Right. There was no internet. So yeah. it was a lot of, a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. And these, the struggle kind of, it got kind of put on a back burner because what I was doing wasn't normal. And right. that wasn't, that's not what a good girl should do. So 
even though it was sitting there chirping at me, I would ignore it. And I, you know, and you're 12 and 13 and 14 and then boys. Yeah. So you forget what you were, the gifts you were given. And I went on to become a teacher. And so I never struggled with it in the sense that what do I do with this? Except that I struggle with, I'm not listening to this. Right. And and things, so things became a struggle because when you don't listen to what you're supposed to do, things become a struggle. And it took a good swift kick in the head to finally learn to use it to help people. And I did along the way, like helping friends, like, I don't think you should go out with that boy. <laughs> so yeah. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that when we do ignore the signs, it sometimes it takes getting hit over the head with a two, but with what it is that that's trying to awaken you or tell you, Hey, listen to me. I'm trying to tell you something here. It takes Mm -hmm. that crack in the head to wake up and say, Oh shit, I better start listening. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Cause your intuition, it always whispers. It's always very subtle and it's Mm -hmm. always very quiet. So if we're not paying attention, attention, or we're consumed with what to make for dinner and when to get the kids, we're not going to hear it. So if you don't listen to the subtle, I call them the soft nose mm-hmm. or the soft whispers they get harder and right. and harder and start screaming in your until they're screaming yeah. <laughs> in your ear and you finally listen <laughs> yes so when did you really embrace your gift and start to use it to help people then so this is the two by four you're talking about yeah your is, two by four moment yeah yeah my two by four moment it was in 2005 okay. because 2005 is very comparable to 2020 for me mm-hmm. because in that year my the government changed my job got cut and my mother passed away it's and a lot. I thought, it's a lot and i there was a lot of other things happening there and i thought oh my goodness what am i going to do i've got two children uh we've got a house to, to support and i thought oh, you know what i could go back to supply teaching and and see if i can make that work but hmm, why don't I just try doing readings? I mean, I've been able to do it. I'll try doing this. And within three months, I did not have to set foot in a classroom again. And I've learned that talking to dead people is a heck of a lot easier than talking to 10 year olds. (laughs) That's hilarious. (sighs) I'm sure it's easier mentally. (laughs) It really, really is. Although you wouldn't think though, because you'd think that dealing with that type of thing and, and communicating with the other side is, is got to be mentally stressful as well. Oh, not at all. Really? Not at all. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, ac- it's actually exhilarating. And, wow. and if it's, if it's stressful or draining, I shouldn't say this, but there must be something that's being done wrong because it, it's, Magic. I hate to say this, but it's it's like Disney. It's magical <laughs> because when when you see the people walking away from you and saying you've given me more hope than I've had in years, or you've watched people have a reconnection with their mother who's passed, and and they feel so much better, you just get energized. So mm. I end my day on a high note all the time. Hmm. Okay. Now I have to ask. How are your kids with all this? And and you using your intuition. I mean, first of all, you have mother's intuition that every mother has that, but yours is obviously heightened with other things. So 
when your kids would say to you when they're younger, mom, I want to go do this or mom, what do you like? They'd bring home a boy or a girl. Cause you have a boy and a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So when they'd bring home a significant other or whatever, and you got a bad vibe off of them because of your abilities and did, I mean, did you talk to them about it? And did you tell, Hey, listen, you know what? I'm really not getting the good feeling. And how did they react to that type of thing? Yeah, that that's a tough one because there's a fine line between being a mom and being a dictator. Mm-hmm. So even though sometimes the dictator roots you, you have to take, but yeah, it was, it was basically having to step back and let them make their own choices, mm-hmm. but keep them, you know, just at arm's length. And if, if I did feel something was off, just keeping an extra eye on things and being more in tune to just the mom power, like right. what, you know, where are they going? What are they doing? Um, but a, a funny story is, my son, when he was younger, we went camping with my my best friend and her son, who were mm-hmm. the same age, and they rode their bikes ahead of us on the trail. This was ages ago, and they got lost, and they got out of walkie-talkie range, mm-hmm. and and so I went ahead in my mind, yeah. and have, having not been at that campground before, I said, oh, they're near a small orange brick building, and there's the number three on it. And she said, that's Day Beach 3. That's where they are. And uh, so uh, in my head, I followed them along. Wow. And yeah, it was really, it's a cool skill to have. And it's not because I do what I do. It's just because you, if you get past, like I say, the conscious clutter, you can yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, do you get feelings about bad things that, that are going to happen to people? Like, I'm just trying to think of sure. maybe something that maybe happened with the kids that you thought, and I would assume, of course, that you're going to get, if you get something that's that bad of it or that strong of a feeling that no, you absolutely are not going to do that because I can see what the outcome is being will be. And not that you're saying that to your kids, but you're thinking that in your head where you have to step in and say, okay, no, you're not doing this. Has anything like that ever happened? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and then I'll start off with how do you, like if I was talking to one of my kids, how do you actually feel about doing this or going there? Oh, it's going to be fun. No, no, no. How do you actually feel? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I don't want to go because there's this person there that really, I, I really don't like. And I, I think they want to hurt me or whatever right. the response was. It's like, right. okay, you know what? You need to trust that. And and to tell you the truth, this is what I'm getting, but I'm going to let you make your own choice. Yeah. And and they always did. They Well, okay. not always. They're kids, right? Yes, of so, course. Of course. I was just curious about that because of your abilities and and with the kids, how they would react when you'd say something like that. That's very interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lynn, what do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Oh boy. Hmm. I I think it's um, the information I can get is I can get it very quickly and in a very meaningful way. So this I would say the the skill set is I don't want to say accuracy because so many psychics use that term mm-hmm. so flippant so flippantly it's ridiculous right but but for example just just yesterday I did a reading with a lady who's a cyclist and she cycles in a group and last year she had a rather bad cycling cycling accident mm-hmm. she had cr- crashed into somebody and she wanted to do another road trip. And she was worried about that happening again. Right. And I said, well, as long as you stay away from Carolyn, you'll be fine. And that's exactly what I heard and was exactly what I told her. And she said, 
Carolyn's the one that fell on top of me when I crashed. And that's why I got hurt so bad. Wow. So it's, I think it's the, the, yeah, the bang on messaging Mm -hmm. that, that is my superpower. Okay. Now, speaking of success, how do you define success? What does that word mean to you? For me, success is things feel right. And as silly as that sounds, it's just like everything feels right in my world. That's when I feel successful. Okay. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? Oh, hmm. Well, the the most important thing I learn is what I teach everybody else is just to trust your gut, trust that woman's intuition, trust, trust your intuition mm-hmm. and to do what you're good at. So before, before I trusted my intuition, I was anxious. Mm-hmm. I was depressed. I was, uh, you know, very tired all the time. And there's, there was no reason for me to have to nap two or three hours a day, except I was just mentally exhausted because I right. wasn't paying attention. And I don't, I don't have to nap anymore. And I'm, you know, 10 years older than I was back then. <laughs> but now you're energized. Now I'm energized and I'm ca- calm at the same time. And I think one of the most important things is that I've learned is to trust my gut and to do what I'm good at. So I'm not going to do algebra because I will be anxious and depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Lynn, to what extent do you think that we shape our own destiny and how much is up to fate? Oh, I get this question a lot. And it's such an important question to ask and to answer because there's only two things that are written in stone, birth and, and death. Right. Oh, and taxes, right? We got to yes, put taxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah three, sorry. So b- between birth and death, you have your choice. You, you're, you're human and it's all about making choices. And when you choose option A, these options open up. And when you choose option B, these other options open up. So you can get to death a lot sooner or a lot later, depending on what you choose. Right. But how how you get there's entirely up to you. And that goes back to just, just trust your gut and make the best choice. And sometimes it's just common sense. And a lot of people are lacking in that. Well, yes. Common sense isn't very common, Lynn. No, (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of common, what is the Mm -hmm. one common myth about your profession that you'd like to debunk? Oh, they think, uh, we have a special skill and that only a few people have it. That's, okay. that's a common myth. It's everybody has it. The other common myth is we're all frauds. We're all scammers. And that's really <laughs> not true. Yeah. But, but there are, there are a lot of frauds and scammers out there. And my poor clients have experienced it because twice in the last two months, I've been with, what's the right word imitated on Facebook and they're sending out messages for readings and trying to get people's, credit card numbers. So that kind of enhances the fraud aspect. Of right. It. What was a turning point in your life, Lynn, and how did it affect you? I think we go back to the, back to 2005 again, when my yeah. mother passed away and my job got cut. Um, and it was, it was awful at first, mm-hmm. but, but it truly set me on the right path. 
It truly did. And that just, I'm not saying all of a sudden my life was great because of course you have to grieve the loss of, yes. I had to grieve the loss of my mother, but it made me rethink everything. And to, you know, that cliche, life is short, do what makes you happy. Yeah, that is, that is so true. I mean, you think about all the people who go through life and are miserable doing the jobs that they're at or working at the companies they're working at and they just stay there just because of self-limiting belief or because of fear or whatever the case, all of that rolled into one and just go through life dreading waking up in the morning and going to work. And Mm -hmm. there's, there's, I mean, I understand it. It's hard to, to navigate that path and figure out what you want to do. And then if it is, let's just say it happens to be entrepreneurship to make that jump, it's scary but people always come up with excuses why they can't do it as well. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And I get it. You need a job to pay the bills. Yes. So make the best of it, but find other parts in your life to, to find joy in and make, make the best of that job. I don't care if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's or running a multi-million dollar company. Yeah. You know, to, you know, good old snow white whistle while you work, make it happen. That's it. That's it. Well, the world needs ditch diggers, right? Yes, everything. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? Oh, hmm. I, I give out advice so much, it's hard to remember <laughs> actually getting any. <laughs> but I think, it, I think it goes back, see, we're going back to pre-2010 when I, mm-hmm. I had to uh, see a counselor because it was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm so lost. I'm so anxious. I'm so depressed. And the best piece of advice was the shortest piece of advice she gave me. It was stop. That's all she said. Stop. Hmm. And kind of like what you just mentioned, Brad, limiting beliefs, stop it, you know, stop, stop thinking that. Okay. Well, I'm just going to lay in bed all day and cry. Stop. Yeah. Get out of your own head. Yeah, exactly. Just stop, pause, take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Okay, now what do you need to do? What do you need to do to make yourself happy? Right. What makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Ooh, besides chocolate and wine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Chocolate and wine together? Yeah, well, of course, right? All (laughs) right. I don't, I don't know. I'm just making that up. (laughs) I feel this is going to sound so cliche, but it is so true. I feel inspired when other people are inspired. When, like I said before, when people walk away happy and Mm -hmm. feeling they've got this new lease on life and they have this huge, aha, oh my gosh, I know what to do. That's when I'm inspired and it makes me keep going. So I really appreciate when people just, the texts I get or the calls is just like, holy cow. And like, not that I didn't, I have no magical power. I did not do that, but I just, and a, a good psychic, a good intuitive will guide you to where you need to go in your life. She won't say do this or else. Right. So I, I like when that come when people just discover who they're supposed to be. But I'm sure there's got to be clients that you, that you've sat with that, perhaps they've gotten bad news and not, I would think that not every single client walks away bouncing on cloud nine because of what you've, you've told them or what's happened in your, in your reading. Right. Oh, of course not. No, no, no. There's, there's not, sometimes there's not much bouncing because 
they are having a hard time. I, I do want people to walk away with some sort of direction, right. though. But like I said, I'm no BS. If I feel that you, not you, Brad, but yeah. you, whoever I'm talking to, has been an incredible bitch and is yeah. just being an awful human being, I will say, you need to stop being such a bitch. And <laughs> That's definitely that. a no BS approach. I love yeah. it. Like, stop well, why sugarcoat it, right? That's exactly. And, and they walk away and some people walk away thinking I'm the bitch and they're like, I, I, you're just a terrible human being. And then, you know, maybe a few months later, they're like, Oh, um, Lynn, I was a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, so no, not everybody. I wish everybody would be bouncing away, but no, some people walk away. Some people walk away and they're saying, "I, I don't, believe anything you said nothing you said makes sense i don't Mm -hmm. recognize any of the names nothing and i said that's fine i said if you feel like you're wasted wasted your time please don't pay like honestly do not pay and and sometimes they they don't but within a few months something come all those things happen yeah yeah and it's it usually happens with a person who's about to embark on a new adventure in their life, whether it's separating from a relationship or moving towns. It's like, well, Lynn, you just named all of my new neighbors in my new town. Wow. So it's like, so they walk away really disappointed. Yeah. And then a few months later, come back and say, holy shit, that was I'm cool. sorry, Lynn, you were right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? Some people... I, some people I never hear from again, and I don't know what happened, and that's okay. Yeah. And that's totally okay. Yeah. Who would you say have been the three most influential people in your life? Oh, hmm. That, this was a hard one for me to figure out. The first one was easy, mm-hmm. and, and you know, automatically you, you go to the big, the big powers, the Oprahs and the Ellens, and it's like, you know what? It's none of those people. Yeah. And it's always been, first and foremost, my daughter. Right. Because because that girl has balls. And she <laughs> she will tell you what she needs to tell you mm-hmm. and she will do what she wants to do. And back when I was struggling, I really admired that in her. And I looked up to this little girl who was so much smaller than me and thought, I need I need to harness more of that personality. Because yeah. I didn't grow I didn't grow up like that. Right. So She's first and foremost my first inspiration. My second, I would say, I would go above me to my mom. Mm-hmm. And she taught me through nothing direct, but she taught me what not to do, how don't settle, you know, don't, because I saw her living a life and just, you know, being upset and depressed or angry and, and feeling like she had to chase four kids around and fi- and not finding her joy until she had grandkids and and those things so it's like okay so this is what not to do and i would the third one was a tough one (laughs) but but i'd go back to my kindergarten teacher mrs reynolds because she just adored me for what reason i don't know but she would write me christmas cards every year until Yeah, until she got too old to write Christmas cards. And just because we were the family across the street from the school and I was yeah. the first one from that family, so she felt very connected to us. Mm-hmm. And I and she inspired me because I thought somebody believes in me. And that's such a that's such an amazing feeling. Wow. Okay. What is one of your favorite quotes? 
Oh, this is when I, I sign off with this on social media all the time. You are never alone. Okay. Because we're not. We have resources here on earth. We have friends. We have family. But we have a huge cheerleading squad on the other side that's always rooting for us. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. Lynn, what does the word empowerment mean to you? Hmm. Empowerment is finding your own superpower and using that to help people, help others while creating your best life. So you I can't, yeah, can't leave yourself out of the equation. You have to, you do have to take care of yourself first. It's like when you're on the airplane, you put your own oxygen mask on yes. first to help others. So yes. get, get your own, find your superpower, create your best life. And that will definitely have a ripple effect on everybody else. I love it. Okay. We're going to do a little rapid fire uh, section here that I usually do through the podcast interviews. So okay. next, I don't know, 10 questions roughly are two, three, four word answers. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. How would you describe yourself in one word? Hmm. Um, inquisitive. What's the first thing you notice about a person? How I feel when I'm around them. If you're writing your autobiography, what would the title be? That was fun. <laughs> no, seriously. All right. <laughs> That's what I would call it. All right. <laughs> What's the first thing you think when I say the word future? Potential. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Exactly what I'm teaching them. Trust your gut. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? Health, of course. If you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, what song would that be? Oh, my favorite song. You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. All right. If you came with a warning label, what would yours say? Mm, Sharp wit. Don't get cut. (laughs) I love it. What's your favorite (laughs) stress-reducing activity? Oh, anything outside, but just sitting outside and having a tea. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? Oh, goodness. Right now, COVID, of course. But if it was not for COVID, I would say, you know, I would like to say some, some are, there's some absolutely horrific things that I would like to change, Mm -hmm. but I would like to change all the things in my own little world and hope that it had a ripple effect and then people would change their little world. So, you know, she told two friends and she told two friends. Beautiful. Last one in the rapid fire. What is your personal motto? Be nice to yourself. Because I've spent so much, so many years being very mean to myself in my Mm -hmm. head Mm -hmm. that it's very, and you talk to yourself more than anybody, you talk to anybody else. And that's what's important is you just be kind to yourself. Right. Very true. Lynn, what's the most recent investment you've made in yourself? Time. Time? Yeah. Because I found I was getting so busy and feeling like I had to get, get this done and get that done. And it's like no, you know what? I'm just going to sit back and take time for myself. Okay. If you could sit down and have a one hour conversation with anyone in the world, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Oh, that's easy. That would be my mom. Yeah. She's passed. I would love to know exactly what it's like over there. Mm -hmm. I want to know who she's met up with. I want to see if she actually got to see Elvis in concert because she (laughs) loved him. (laughs) I swear he's still holding concerts over there. And yes, Elvis is dead, everybody. (laughs) 
I love it. Yeah, and I would love to know, because when you get to the other side, you have a different take on things because you can see the big picture. And I would love to hear her take on things now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? I'd probably ask why I'm wearing Brad's shoes. (laughs) You're so clever. (laughs) This is what this is weird. (laughs) But you know what? I I think you asked an amazing array of questions, and I I thought about it. I don't I don't have anything to add. Okay, thank you. That's good. I'm glad to know that I've uh, fulfilled that that end of my end of the bargain there, and asked you enough questions and probed enough. That's good. You're good at your job. That's why you do that. And I don't. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) What is one of your biggest failures or life lessons? And what did you learn from it? Oh, staying in a relationship way longer than I should have. And I learned, I learned to listen again. Here we go. Listen to the soft nose before they become hard nose. Before they become two by fours, two by fours to the head, (laughs) the chair to the face. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to be Wiley Coyote or, you know, Wiley Coyote running down the street and getting hit with an anvil in the head. That's right. Yeah. Just staying in a relationship with some uh, who shall remain unnamed. Yes. But but I have found that um, I've done that often. You stay with people, friendships, or romantic partners mm-hmm. way too way too long, and it just tax. It's so taxing on your emotional system. It's not worth it. It is for sure. Mm-hmm. If you could give, go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Oh, don't do what you think you should do. Do what you want to do. Beautiful, simple, and to yeah. the point. Yeah, very impactful though. I hope so, because we we do spend a lot of our times or days thinking, what should I do? What's politically correct? What do my parents want me to do? What does my husband want me to do? Screw screw that. What do I want to do without, you know, being destructive or destroying anybody else's self-esteem? What do I want to do? Lastly, Lynn, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Okay, am I dying or do I still get to live? After no, you still get to live. You're just imparting okay. your wisdom onto the world. Okay, so I don't need to say, tell my kids I love them. No, 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 no. Okay. No, just okay. words of wisdom you want to impart. I Okay. Ooh, okay, nobody, nobody ever asked me for actual wisdom. So I would, I would say to appreciate everyone's role in your life, whether they were a dark cloud or a silver lining, they have made you into who you are. And don't dwell on the dark clouds, but learn the lessons you learned when you were dealing with the dark clouds. And to coin a cliche, I'd say grow through what you go through, because that will bring new opportunities to have a better life. And above all, have fun, enjoy your moments, listen to your intuition, because it knows how to make things okay. And it knows how to get you there. Just listen. Beautiful. I love it. Lynn, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey. I've had an absolute blast chatting with you. It's been such a pleasure. We've had some laughs and I've so enjoyed our conversation. I, I just, I thank you so much. It's what you're doing is incredible and it's incredibly intriguing to me. I love it. 
So thank you for, for taking the time to be here and for being part of the Empowerography community. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You're so, so very welcome. And thank you for having me, Brad. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Lynn Nichols. She is a psychic medium and intuition expert based in Niagara Falls, Canada. Thank you so much, Lynn. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca and follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.